Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the Ecommerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30-minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast. And now, on to this episode. I'm a huge believer in investing in myself to acquire high-value skills. Uh, This year, I spent more than $20,000 on courses and coaching, and next year, I intend to spend even more. I mean, some of it, if I actually really look back, uh, I was like, wow, why did I spend $10,000 on that? And some of it changed my life and our business. Welcome to the e-commerce alley podcast where we believe that great brands are built on passionate leadership, smart operations, and of course, powerful uh, marketing. I'm your host, Josh Coffey. And if we've never met, hi, nice to meet you. Um, I've been helping e-commerce brands generate tens of millions of dollars in revenue through strategic marketing and coaching for a pretty long time now. I mean, we're, we're, over nine years, closing in on 10 years here. And uh, and so if you're listening to this podcast, there's, there's one thing I could probably gather about you, and that is that you care about your personal growth. You know, you might listen to podcasts like this or other ones, you might read books, maybe you take courses, maybe you're someone who likes to go attend live events, webinars, or maybe you even get coaching on different areas of your life and your business. And uh, I'm like you. Uh, Over the years, I've been a fanatic about my own education and my growth. I remember one of the very first personal development, I guess, quote unquote, books I I read was uh, back when I was in high school. I was a junior in high school and I had read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I'm sure many people listening, uh, maybe you've listened, you've read that book too. Wonderful book. And it kind of opened my eyes to uh, the idea that you can build wealth, you can grow yourself personally. And, And looking back, Ironically, I believe a lot of what I have done on the personal or on the education side of it has been really for vanity. And so what I want to talk about in this this podcast episode is we're kind of going into the new year is, uh, you know, where does education, where does coaching lie in your journey as an entrepreneur and as as a, as a leader? And then also like, what's good? What is a good uh, education or what it, what is good investing in that look like and, and how do you decide what to invest in, what not to invest in and when you should do that. So I'm going to be, this is basically going to be a rundown of my journey and, and talking through perspective that I have on how to think about this. And so I used to read, uh, I don't know if you read books at all. I know a lot of people don't read books nowadays, uh, but I used to read 30 books a year. In fact, every year, I create what I call a contract with myself. And for the first seven years of my entrepreneurial journey, I legit, like I had a number of books as something I committed to doing. And every year I create my top three personal priorities and my top three business priorities. And every year for the seven years I had, I had one of those priorities personally was always read and then insert a number of books, read 30 books, read 24 books. And I started at 18. I remember one year I was like, Hey, I I like reading. And I feel this, uh, I don't know. I feel like this, uh, like 
well-read person and people look up to me because I read books and I feel sophisticated. And so I, I started with the goal of 18 and I said, I will read 18 books this year. And then the next year was, oh, I did it. I will read 20 books this year. I will read 22. I will read 28. And then it ended where I was reading 30 books by a year, I think like five or six. I was reading 30 books. And so um, if you if you don't read, you're probably like, that's insane. And if you do read, you're probably like, that's insane. That's literally more than a book every other week almost if you if you look at that if you break that down so I actually went into my Evernote and I would keep track of this and I went into my Evernote and I, I'm looking right now at 2018 and I have a list of 28 books that I read that year um, from high performance habits to retire rich retire young cold calling techniques scrum product launch formula profit first never split the difference how successful people grow how successful people think story brand four hour body I could go on and on and on. And some of these are really good, actually. Be Our Guest, wonderful book. And and the funny thing is, I'm looking at this and I'm seeing, I just wanted to kind of refresh my mind before I hopped on this podcast to record it. And I read Profit First twice in the same year. I mean, 12 months, same book. Two of those 28 books were the same book. And, you know, it makes me wonder, you know, what would have happened if I read it studied it, applied it, applied it, applied it. Well, for starters, I feel like I, I would have saved, first of all, six hours of reading that book again uh, for the second time. I would have saved at least six hours, but I probably would have made more progress by being very intentional and very focused. Um, if I actually kind of fast forward now, um, this year I'm probably two books I read. I think I read maybe two or three books. And so I used to have this, uh, I, I found significance in my education and while education is value, I don't want to discount that. The book Profit First has changed my life. I've read it four or five times over the last you know, five years or whatever. I, I will sometimes read like once a year. I, I didn't read it this year though. Um, and I don't want to discount the value of some of these things. And I've gifted it to that book in particular to dozens of entrepreneurs because it has changed my life. Um, but the funny thing is, if I look back, I can tell you that a majority of what I learned or even... Of, the, of those 100 plus books over the last eight or nine years, whatever that is that I've read, that 100 plus books that I've read, I couldn't even really tell you a majority of what I learned or what most of those titles are. Actually, I forgot majority of all these titles until I pulled this up from 2018. Like I, I forgot about so many of these books. And so I say that because a lot of times education can be for education's sake. And we pride ourselves when we find this level of significance in uh, in what we're reading. And so we find this level of significance to a certain type of education or a certain thing in like, hey, I'm a reader, right? I'm a reader. And and then you you say readers are leaders. And then you, you, you base a lot of your philosophies to back up the things that you do. And so as I kind of look back, I, I, I view it as I did so much stuff for vanity. And now I do things for impact. And, I, and there are a series of things that I go through in, in, in thought processes to say, hey, what, how will that impact my life? And what are the questions I should ask before I go do something? Because if I look back, there are some things that are really stuck. And those things have helped me make millions of dollars. 
And there are some things that I can't tell you because they didn't stick. And I, I, I feel if I actually was focused, I could have made substantially more uh, progress. And so last year, just, just to give you kind of an example here, uh, I invested in personal nutrition coach for my wife and I. I invested in email marketing courses and subscriptions, Facebook courses, of course, uh, of course, uh, uh, because I'm a Facebook guy, so I have to always see what other people are doing and kind of what's being tested and go test my version of that. Tons of miscellaneous courses on things from marketing to entrepreneurship. And then the biggest buy that I had done was a $10,000 YouTube ads training and coaching program. And before I, but before I invest in coaching in training in any capacity, I always ask myself several questions. I mean, so if I add those all up, I know some people spend way more than I do, um, but I'm a college dropout, so you know I'm working my way up. <laughs> so over twenty thousand dollars, more than half, almost half of it went into one program to teach us how to leverage YouTube ads for our business, and so. I invested in a lot of different things. Um, and so before I do those things though, and some of them I'm gonna tell you about were great for us and some of them were not great for us. And so I wanna give you some criteria that if you're like me and you're like, Josh, I love learning. I constantly invest in my education. I have coaches or I know I need a coach to help me in some area of my life. I'm gonna give you uh, three questions that I always ask myself uh, in before I go do those things. Because when I don't ask myself, I usually find myself in trouble, I spend money, and then things go down the drain. And so speaking of questions, before I do that, I do want to, uh, we ha- we, I do have a question of the week. And this question comes from Adam Thomas with modernelectronica.com. And Adam actually asked this, this in our Facebook group. And he said, my Facebook ad account, or my, my, my Facebook account got hacked, they shut down my business manager, and I'm working on getting access back right now. Oof, that that sucks. Um, but I'm over a week down now, still waiting on Facebook. What should I do in the meantime? So, if you're in this, if you've ever run into this situation here, um, there are things you can do now, and then there are things you could do to prime yourself for you know there are things you can do proactively and things you can do uh, reactively. So, reactively. Here's what I would do. If you're in this situation where um, you get put out, you get sidelined, I'm gonna, I have to, you have to work with what you got. You gotta work with what you got. Like if I, if I lost access, and I want you, if you're listening right now, imagine you're in Adam's shoes. You lose access to your ads account. They hack your profile. They shut down your business manager. If you lost a source of traffic and of new customer acquisition or of, of you know, just acquisition in general, if you lose that, you have to work with what you got. So as we go into the holidays when we're recording this right now, I'm going to start leaning heavier into everything that I do have. I'm going to lean into, do I have Google ads going? Should I start developing some other marketing channel to help to prepare for this in the future? But then also, I'm going to start leveraging things that I, like email. I'm going to start leveraging things like SMS. I'm going to start leveraging things like social, using the assets that I have to continue weathering the storm while you figure out the Facebook part of it. But then... What I would do proactively, if you're if you have never had this happen before, it is a, is a crappy position to be in, which is why I thought this was a good question of the week. Um, is I am going to prepare uh, better security uh, for my accounts, and we we've had this happen a lot. We've had a lot of clients' accounts get hacked. It feels like lately everyone's personal profiles are getting trying to get hacked, and so. To protect yourself from this, if you're on the Facebook front or Instagram front or something like that, my advice is to turn on both your profile and your business manager. Turn on two uh, two step 
uh, authentic, uh, two-factor authentication, I think that's what it's called, <laughs> two-step factor authentication to where you have to receive a text in order to log into anything, whether it's your business manager or even your personal profile. Maybe you didn't know you have to have that or you can have that. Turn that on and that's going to protect you uh, in case you run into those situations. So if you have a question though, that was a, that was a great question, Adam. That's, I'm sorry you're in that spot, man. That sucks. Um, I, I was there one time before, and that, that was really rough to get out of, and we had to start over, actually. And so uh, if you have a question for me to answer, shoot me a DM on Instagram, uh, at Josh Coffee, or join the e-commerce Alley Facebook group at alleypodcast.com slash group. Uh, you can ask your questions in there. And I might feature it on this podcast, because moving forward, something we're doing is we're going to start answering, and we're going to have the question of the week that we're going to be addressing. So sucks to be there, Adam, man. I feel you. Uh, work with what you got, and then prepare yourself as you continue to grow and move forward. So what are the questions that I ask myself before buying uh, education or coaching? So there are three three kind of uh, criteria that I go through whenever I'm analyzing, uh, is this for me and should I do it now? The first thing that I believe you should ask yourself is, does it lead toward my top three personal or top three business priorities. Now, for me, every year in December, I take what I call a clarity day, and this is where I just take one whole day to myself and I develop my vision for the next year where I then establish my three personal priorities and my three business priorities. Meaning if I got nothing else done next year, but I accomplished those three personal or business priorities, that those areas of my life would be a success. And so when I'm analyzing, if I'm going to spend money on something, I have to ask myself, does it align with the vision and the priorities that I have going into the next year? Uh, Because if it doesn't, then I probably shouldn't do it because I only have a finite amount of time and focus and energy that I could put forth. And so that should probably be focused on leading me closer and inching me closer toward the priorities that I've set for my personal life and for my business that year. And so I'm always going to ask, does it lead me toward my top priorities? And the other the other perspective of that too is it doesn't have to only be for me. Meaning if we have three business priorities, sometimes I'll invest in something, I'll make sure that I have access to it, I'll overview it and I hand it off to my team because that education, I'm going to get a little bit of it, but I'm going to hand it once I dive into it, I might be able to hand that to a team member. So when I go in, I always ask myself, is this something that I could glean information and become better from? And then also, is this something I should maybe hand to my team? So number one, does it lead toward my top priorities? The second question I'm going to ask is, can it be implemented in the next 90 days? You know, if I can't start doing something for two or three months, I just flat out, I don't do it. And I don't know, maybe you're like me in the manner that um, if you don't have momentum, it is real freaking hard to get momentum. You know, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't wake up, if you're not in the habit of waking up at like 4.45 a.m. in the morning and being in the gym by 5.30 a.m., it's hard to start that trend. It's hard to just diagnose first and be, and be good to go. So if you can't start doing something right away to at least initiate the momentum, uh, then I usually don't do it. Uh, and because things change every month, like uh, for our mass profits mentorship, like our, our, our D2C, e-com, we teach D2C e-com brands how to basically unlock predictable growth. Both new customer acquisition through Facebook ads. Well, Facebook ads 
it changes a lot. And so because it changes, I have to regularly update the program. But a lot of times when I'm going to buy something or maybe you're looking at investing in a course or a program, if you're going to invest in something, you don't know how often that stuff is going to be updated or even when the last time it was updated. So if I bought it today and I can't implement it for four months, uh, and then in four months I'm able to, able to and then it's outdated, well, ooh. That would suck. I'd be in a bad position. And so one of the criteria is it has to be able to be implemented, meaning at least get the ball rolling. It doesn't have to be completed because some things do take longer, but it has to be at least implemented in the next 30 days because I believe that momentum breeds momentum. If you start something and you don't get momentum or you don't get that initial momentum started, it is really hard to get it, but it's easier if you can maintain it. And so the likelihood uh, of getting momentum 90 days into something after you bought it is substantially lower than if I got going tomorrow or in the next week. And so can it be implemented in the next 30 days or at least started? And when I say implemented, I mean, can I begin actually going through it and investing the time in whatever that is? Like I would not hire a nutrition coach and say, okay, um, I'm probably not going to check in. I'll probably start it in a month and I'm going to join it today. Well, I might as well just join it in a month. So that's the third criteria, and the, or the second criteria. The third thing I'm going to look at here is I'm going to look at what's the worst case scenario. You know, human beings are just naturally optimists. We all look at the best, most times, not, not everybody, uh, but we often look at the best case scenario because we innately want ourselves to succeed. We want things to go according to plan. And for me personally, this is, this is one of my weaknesses because I am a super optimistic guy. I mean, I'm like, hey, this is our goal for the year. And then the team is like, yeah, that's like 22 times more than we did last year in this 22 times growth than we did last year, um, probably not going to happen. And so for all of you optimists out there that are kind of like me, uh, you, you need to consider the worst case scenario. And so I, we can always assume the best case, right? The best case is what the sales page says. The best case is what the front of the book or the program, whatever it is, says or the salesperson says. But what is the worst case scenario? So Earlier this year, I spent $10,000 on a YouTube ads training and coaching program. Uh, But when I bought that program, I also had, there was another one in conjunction that was a little bit of sales training that I would be able to take and and kind of give to our team. And there were some templates and assets and spreadsheets and things like that that would just help our team on the back end uh, that I knew would be valuable. So before I pulled the the trigger and spent $10,000 on this program, I asked myself, you know, what's the worst case? Because the best case is this works. YouTube ads becomes a new uh, a new sustainable channel of lead generation and new customer acquisition. We're, we're acquiring new customers every single day from it, and everything is honky dory. Uh, we live in rainbow land, and it's perfect, right? So that is the best case scenario. But usually in life, the best case doesn't play out. So what was the worst case? The worst case I could come up with, and I talked to my uh, business partner about this, was the worst case is we buy this program, we get no new customers, meaning we go try some things and it doesn't work or we get too busy and we don't end up like launching the actual campaigns. But the worst case scenario is we get no new customers, but we would have a deeper understanding of YouTube ads and we would learn how a higher tiered training and coaching program was run. Then we could arbitrage certain concepts and elements we liked of that into our own program. And 
While I would love to say I spent $10,000, went through this program, we implemented it flawlessly, and now that's the largest source of new customer acquisition, and it's the source of tons of leads for us, I would be lying. I would love to say that, but that was not the scenario. What played out was my worst case scenario. Uh, we did not acquire tons of new leads from it. We did not acquire new customers from it. And the reason that happened was because uh, I bought the program. I went through some of it, but I handed it off to a previous paid media buyer that we had on our team. He did not implement it uh, in the capacity that we needed. Uh, and Facebook ads has just been crushing it for us. So we decided intentionally to, after going through it, you know what? Rather than splitting our focus, let's just let's move all our focus to Facebook and make more progress, in which we did. But by going through it, we got some templates, we got some uh, things from the sales front that wasn't even YouTube related that has way more than paid for itself. And we got, I, I was able to glean some information on in, in process on how this higher tiered training and coaching program was run. And we have taken some of the concepts that I learned from that and we have implemented it into our Max Profits Mentorship training and coaching program. And it has improved it. And so the worst case scenario played out, you know, maybe you're listening, you're like, to spend $10,000 on a program to just get that from a Josh isn't worth it. And, you know, again, that's the optimist in me looking at that, but that was really the worst case scenario. We're out $10,000, yes, but from what we took, I could tell you we've we've ROI'd that. Uh, we've returned that investment pretty, pretty uh, substantially from what we've been able to implement uh, from what we pulled from that. And doesn't mean we're, YouTube ads doesn't work. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna use it in the future. What it means is we have decided intentionally, temporarily this year to shift our focus, but take what we did learn with us. And so these are three criteria that I ask uh, before buying education or investing in coaching. So this year we have grown a lot. And I, I do believe a lot of it has come down to the fact that we've invested in our team and we invested in us in terms of education and in terms of coaching. I'm in the best physical and health state of my that I've ever been in my life. I have had a coach for six months of the year on like on me, on the accountability side, making sure that I know have what I need, helping in recovery when there are injuries and helping me through those that if I did not have that, I would probably be about 20.6 pounds heavier than I am now and in way less physical sh or worse physical shape <laughs> than I am. And so there's so much value in it, but I, I believe that education for education's sake is a waste of money, is a waste of time, and it's just vanity. Um, but education for intentional implementation can return a hundredfold what you've invested. Keywords there are intentional implementation. You have to be intentional and you have to actually implement it. And so uh, I figured I would share this as we go into the new year. I hope you look to learn and you hope to grow uh, yourself and your business. And, and a lot of times the best route to grow is by you know, treading the waters of someone else's tread by uh, having someone else who has been there, done that, made those mistakes, saving you from tens of thousands or even more in mistakes in, in, in guiding you to the destination you want to go much faster. Investing in yourself is so critical. Investing in improving your skills is so critical. Yet I do believe you need to question those three things. You know, does it lead me toward my top priorities? Can it be implemented in the next 30 days? And what is the worst case scenario? 
You, my friend, have been listening to the E-Commerce Alley podcast produced by Dylan Counts. If you want to join our our free community of e-commerce leaders and marketers, as well as get exclusive access to weekly live training that we do, we do live training every single Thursday. We have tons of resources, templates, documents that you can use for your e-commerce business. Join the E-Commerce Alley Facebook group. It's completely free. Uh, Go to alleypodcast.com slash group. And on behalf of my entire team, Thank you for being our listener, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the e-commerce alley. Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to go to alleypodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.